0: Welcome to ReCW, your weekly podcast as we run down ECW from episode 1 all the way to episode 401, including pay-per-views and anything else we can find, going extreme, eastern extreme. Um, you got myself, Paul, I'm here <laughs> with Jay and Griff as we begin this journey to extreme, I guess, at this stage. Yeah, and I think
1: that's... uh, So, I mean, we talked about doing ECW. We talked about doing a rewatch of something that's been absolutely pivotal to the wrestling world, changed the fabric of how wrestling works. But, you know, just like... So I don't know if you saw the story, but um, a few months ago, Netflix friends in its entirety and a whole load of people who... um, uh, a generation that hadn't watched Friends as it was weekly episodic TV have found it and watched it back. And when you're looking at it in a 2018 frame, when we're far more aware about uh, gender and sexuality and things like that, um, some of it doesn't age well. Some of it really is, you know, some of the jokes are a little bit homophobic. They're a little bit derogatory on a lot of things. Some of it really doesn't age well and and there was this whole out backlash about this generation that found this beloved show this this seminal show and watching it back went dude have you really have you seen this uh, it's like us watching you know um some of the the seventies and eighties sitcoms about you know um uh love thy neighbor where the entire premises guys moved in next door there goes the neighborhood um and having this real kind of kind of view back and this awokenness of shit, some of this really isn't comfortable. So for me one of the things I was I was really interested in is how does it stand up, but also does it age well or are we going to see a lot of stuff with the catfights and the, the culture that was in the nineties and two thousands that we're going to feel really uncomfortable watching it in um in twenty eighteen? I mean, for instance, I already know that when we get into the the proper extreme stuff of um, uh, the the unprotected chair shots, knowing what we do about CTE now and things like that, I think some of those are going to be quite really difficult watches. When at the time, um, China, uh, was it uh, Balls versus Tanaka? Tanaka, yes. I was going to say China. Um, after those matches i thought they were absolutely fantastic but even my memory of them makes me wince now so i thought that was good. I, you know one of the things i was really excited about going back and watching this is just how does this bear up compared to what we were what we remember so fondly about extreme championship wrestling but griff yours is a bit different because you weren't there for this at the time were you you came in uh um, yeah i
2: came in like well because obviously I, I, I was privy to, like, the uh, Monday Night Wars. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I was never really privy to, like, WCW. I only really knew it when it came to, like, the invasion. Like, uh, You know, I don't know the main stars. Are like, I remember seeing the DVDs in the shops and everything. And and it's only after you did I literally have a second shot. And went, oh, that's the Dudley boys. Oh, that's RVD. Only because they've come over. And, obviously, with Paul Heyman. So, this is... Completely all new to me apart from like some highlights I've seen um that WWE have shown over the years of like Dudley Boys. Um yeah, I'm looking forward to um
1: So for instance, um how many Dudley Boys are there?
2: Well, I know three, but there's probably loads. Yeah.
1: And this thing you're gonna so you saw one of them and on... we've watched the first two episodes, you've seen one of them already, who comes back as one of the other Dudley Boys, and I'll talk about that in a little while. But um, yeah, and this is the thing: it's 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 going to be really interesting to kind of get your view of watching this for the first time, rather than getting caught up in the real romance of how how groundbreaking it was at the time. Um, and for me, it, it'll be interesting because um, as as music fans, it's hard for me to understand the impact. That the beatles and the rolling stones had because there's always been that kind of music around when well whilst i've grown up whereas generation this was like nothing else before so griff with you going back and watching this as you've always had this kind of stuff from all from since you've been a fan you know the the attitude area was hugely influenced by it it'll be interesting because for you it's just something very similar to everything you've already seen so it would be interesting to get the, the comparisons i think
2: definitely definitely
1: but we start with something completely different because this is april 93 is the first show and this is eastern championship wrestling hey. so what do you two know about the history and eastern
2: championship wrestling well it's eastern america I don't know
0: yeah. nothing, I don't know nothing, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Still in Philly. Still in Philly, nice nice big crowds.
1: Yeah, um, so this is, so you've seen, uh, on the first TV show, you see the two key um, people behind Eastern Championship Wrestling. So you're introduced very quickly to Todd Gordon. The commissioner, Um, and he at this point is um, the owner of Eastern Championship Wrestling in real life. And um, very quickly, Eddie Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert comes out, who at this time was the booker. Um, And he's the booker until he quits and is replaced by a guy that's just come out of WCW wanting to do something a little bit different called Paul Heyman. So this is before they took it in a very different direction. Uh, and I think it really, really shows. I think this is a, an amazing show for all of the wrong reasons.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, it's definitely different, isn't it?
2: Yeah, just different. I think for anyone like going back and wanting to watch ECW, who, for what they think they know, especially I've I found out, like it didn't all start off as, as you'd expect. Probably far, far from it. Um, yeah.
0: Not until the public enemy turn up, really.
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: so, uh, I found this quite interesting and quite jarring, but in an enjoyable way, um, the difference from what I'm used to from ECW and what Eastern Championship Wrestling was. Paul, how did you find the... the, the your introduction to Eastern Championship Wrestling?
0: Um, I mean, I knew of it because I've seen clips of obviously like Superfly and and stuff like that. I think a a big takeaway I I found was the actual introduction video. When you're sitting there with clips of like Superfly and uh, British Bulldog and all these yeah, I was surprised about it. all that. All these, there was loads of like WWE slash F sort of stars, and I was just like, "Are these all going to pop up in the next sort of ten episodes or whatever?" I thought they were going to be in the tournament. <laughs> yeah, the tournament was a little bit, <laughs> a little bit weak. Oh, we'll, we'll get into some of this
1: but, because um, I I don't know what's going on with the tournament. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> I just, um, but you yeah, know, I mean, obviously through watching sort of multiple like documentaries and, and stuff like that, I know of it and its original background and how it gets involved with like the NWA and all that sort of stuff. But so... did it
1: prepare you for episode one of Eastern Championship Wrestling from April nineteen
0: ninety three? No. I wasn't I wasn't ready for the Super Destroyers. Is anyone
1: ever ready for the super destroyers?
0: And I wasn't ready for um, Terry Funk commentary either.
2: Oh, look, Terry Funk! I just—if you close your eyes, I just kept hearing Stone Cold. I don't know why.
0: I thought um, I know, obviously, we're doing episode one, but I think episode—I think it's episode two had probably Terry Funk's. Like, we didn't run through both. Oh
1: my God! Yeah, he—he he just. Terry Funk is both the most amazing and worst thing on this show in equal measures
0: but but there's, there's bits that I like sort of loved from it like obviously we'll touch on the Sandman in a bit but I love the fact that he was on the first episode and the last episode yeah I loved the fact that Hat Guy was there yeah in Eastern Championship Wrestling, that to me was just like that. very beginning. Out of everything, there was nothing I sort of marked out for more than seeing like sort of Hat Guy there in the front row, thinking, "Wow, this this guy really was just he lived the product."
1: So, uh, Griff, for, for your information, Hat, hat Guy is a uh, super fan. So you'll already have noticed him, even though you don't realise it. Um, and you'll see him more and more as, the, as it goes on, and even yeah. as the crowds get bigger and bigger, and we're into pay-per-views and all the rest of it, you'll see he's always got amazing tickets, front row, hard camera, always in his cowboy hat, um, his strawback cowboy hat, and um, just you know to to see that the level of fandom started from the, the the school gym that they seemed to be in for this was just yeah it was it's amazing kind of to see. The
0: real early sets of 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 how this kind of came through massively he just he was just um there again, it might have been episode two that he really sort of had his big yes sort of moment, I mean well we'll just cover both episodes in this,
1: yeah, I think so I, mean, I, I i I'm kind of as much as I've just said about how much i I've, I've, I've loved it and I did, um I kind of want to get onto the stuff I know as soon as possible. And yeah. by my recce, I think we've got about 30 episodes before it starts becoming extreme championship wrestling.
0: Yeah, so I think we'll do a 27-episode um, special next week. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: you realise that's fine until we have to watch 27 episodes in one go so we can talk about it for a point five minutes.
0: Well, I've, I've watched the whole of the TV title tournament.
1: I I, I stopped at number two because I was just already overbrained. Rimming with glee, and wanted to Google various names to talk about who they are and what they did and where they went and what happened to them. So, um,
0: yeah, I, I did that, but I found myself ruining stories that were going to come up in the next thirty episodes. <laughs> I don't know if it's spoilers or not. This like about twenty odd years old, but somehow I, I got upset with it. Right, um, so we'll
1: start. We'll start with this then. So. um because, you know, really good point about spoilers and all the rest of it. So there's a tournament going on through the first couple of episodes. Yeah. What is the tournament for? The, TV
0: the title. US title.
1: TV, oh, title. TV title. TV title, yeah. The TV title.
2: Yeah.
0: In the opening package. In the opening video
1: package.
0: Yeah. Who is
1: standing there holding the new TV title?
0: Jimmy Fly, Super Snooker.
1: <laughs> so. So their video package and the how, how how crap this this recording is. I mean, on the first episode, there's a, a disclaimer that comes up.
2: Just the best says, quality they can do, or something like that. Or yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm assuming this is what they'd done as a pack. They'd recorded a lot of shows, they packaged them for TV, they did the intro, they put them out. They did the product post production, they put them out. So. The first ECW TV where they're starting this tournament and in the the, the show promo they've showed you the winner holding the
2: belt. Even though it's obvious he was gonna he's gonna win it. Oh, just,
0: there going. was some stiff competition, mate. I'm not having it was obvious.
2: I'm just surprised obviously being an outsider of it all. I can't believe um Snooker was ever in ECW so that yeah. was like a shock to me like
1: hang on a second Like, so I mean there's various reasons why Snooker was in his st- everywhere um, I think this is one of the points where he'd been yeah so this would have been one of the points where he'd just been um, uh, fired from WWE for uh, far too many drugs on him um, right. and this would have been the point where uh, the stories with Snooker were amongst him kind of having absolute horrible uh, drug episodes in hotel rooms and having real kind of psychosis after taking drugs and smashing up hotel rooms as a matter um, So I, I think that this was him in a hiatus from WWE
2: at that point. i WWE did snap him up.
0: Um, he probably did a couple of one-shots with him. I'm sure he did. Probably, yeah. Sorry, let's let's find out. Let's find out as we're all watching, Jimmy. So let's so uh,
1: let's start going through. So we had uh, the video package of first of all, um, and we were introduced to uh, Stevie Wonderful.
0: Yeah. What did we think be wonderful? Um, he did nothing for me. No. But he had
1: handcuffs. On his belt,
0: doesn't necessarily like, hang make him down wonderful. From his belt.
1: It was uh, so he had the the classic wrestler duster with his name airbrushed on the back of it. He had handcuffs hanging from his belt, and he had huge, huge, huge mullet perm thing going. It was an incredible introduction. To this weird kind of it feels like it should be the 80s but actually it's the 90s wrestling federation we were about to see
2: yeah
1: and his name is Stevie Wonderful
2: he's wonderful Stevie. isn't
0: he wonderful Stevie wonderful so we, could. <laughs> we could have done the music for this. Still, do you know what? That's
1: that's a better production value than they had, massively.
0: Yeah, I didn't really write down match by match notes. Obviously, the commentator thing at the beginning—it just kind of felt like a giant, just crazy like cluster of. But I suppose again, it's generational. You you know you, you're from the day now where you've got big ramps, titantrons, and yeah. music. If they're like, oh, we've got the, the best person doing sort of a so-and-so commentary with us, and you like, oh, my God, this person's coming out. And you're like, "Who? Oh, is There's no music or anything. Who is it?
2: Yeah, they do try to get you all hyped up for it. Like, oh, my God, look who it is. And I'm like...
1: And the person us who it. walked out, tell us it, the it. legend that was coming out to, to give the commentary, was Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. Yeah. Then Booker, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert came out and talked about how amazing he was uh, and then got I had no, chased off when...
0: I was going to say, I had no issue with Eddie Gilbert in episode one. Episode two, he slightly pissed me off more at the beginning bit because I just felt like he didn't really give a shit. He hmm. sort of very much came out... and I mean, I'm not really like, too familiar with Eddie Gilbert's work so I don't know what his character was like but I just, he just felt really over the top. Yeah, and um, like I said, especially in episode two when he sort of spoke to like Terry Funk and all that, he he seemed to
1: um, in both of these episodes have the curse of the wrestler who's the booker. Yeah. So he seemed very much to be in desperate need of some sort of editor because he's putting himself into stuff in stuff and he's giving himself camera time and mic time when actually he really wasn't needed in any of these areas so it was it, it felt very much kind of Dusty Rhodes NWA style or, or Mid-South style you know him kind of put himself in his mates in kind of thing Yeah, so really yeah just kind of like you know Was there any reason for Eddie Gilbert to come out? Was it going to extend his character? Was it going to do something different with him? Um, It kind of was... but I think my issue was uh, I kind of got it and it was fine and it was quite a good introduction to, you know, this character who believed he was so much bigger and better than he was and, you know, I'm the living legend and blah, 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 blah. Um, And then Terry Funk comes in and all the rest of it. So I got that on week one. When they did... Exactly, absolutely, exactly the same thing for week two. You yeah. really
2: did. Like, We've got a
1: third man for our booth, and you're not going to believe who it is. It's a legend in this business. It's a real legend. Oh, it's Eddie Gilbert. Eddie Gilbert's come out, and oh, are you kidding me? Eddie Gilbert, it's not you. Let's bring out the real legend. Oh, I'm Terry Funk, and I'm going to frighten you away. And you're kind of sitting there going, I've seen this. So
2: I, I actually thought, like, oh my god have I just like I've gone to the next episode by and actually just replayed the first episode
1: <laughs> yeah and this thing it was, it was crazy that their opening skit was exactly the same if, you know, uh, uh, Paul I know you were saying you've watched episode 3 are we in for this every single week
0: uh, Well, I can't lie I kind of woke up in episode 3 <laughs> I wasn't aware
1: and there's our review
0: I wasn't. I wasn't fully aware that I was in episode three. I, I was watching episode two, and um, I turned away and I turned back, and it wasn't quite the advertised matches, and it was them. Yeah, it was the f- episode three. So I haven't seen the main event of episode two or the first match of episode three. But um, so
1: there's we, we will. So we'll get to episode two. But there's the main event. And then there's the last couple of matches. Of episode two? Yeah. So what they say is the main event is actually the middle of the show. I've
0: missed loads.
1: But we'll get on to that. So the first match we got to see was the reigning defending Eastern Championship Wrestling tag team, the Super Destroyers versus the Hell Riders.
0: Big and match, really. The
1: riders were EZ rider
0: and HD. Yeah, I mean, th- this match caught my attention. I thought we- we've gone in big here for a first match. Yeah. I mean, this-, this could main event any show I've ever been to. Yep. Um, <laughs> I- I was- <laughs> you still got it. Yeah, um, Super Destroyers. Greatest tag team in ECW history. Fact. Yeah. Actually, fair. I was just,
2: I was just. Do they are, they, are we in for a long haul with these two?
1: So they are super destroyers. Are the longest reigning tag team champions in ECW
2: history? Is, is, is that just like Brock no, they defended it like twice? Like,
0: <laughs> now these were night in, night out taking on people. I'm sure of it.
2: Oh, I
1: mean, the fighting champions. If ever you've seen them,
0: my only worry but I, but I did, is where, where we're at in see... this reign.
2: <laughs> like, I did, I, like, I did Google to see if they actually behind these masks if are the only one that we do know or I know, and they weren't. Ah, <laughs> oh, but
1: and you're right, but I did a bit of digging because they were uh Stall and petruzi I think their names were, yeah, and they were the super destroyers all the way through, um, and their run was all the way through as the Super Destroyers until Super Destroyer 1 turned on Super Destroyer 2 or something.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, what episodes happen? I,
1: I
0: think that's not ECW. No. I think that's, Why that's... would they miss that money match?
1: Well, I, I think they decided to go a different way with it. Um, but uh, Petruzzi trained his cousin to get into the wrestling business. Yeah, and his cousin. Gene Snitsky.
0: Oh wow! It wasn't my fault. Blame it on the Super Destroyers. And he was also in um. ECW. He was in WWE for two years. Old um. Yeah, it was the assassin
1: or something, wasn't he? he did some matches with Barry Windham and.
0: Yeah, like Rotundo and stuff. There is, yeah. Ah, look at this! All this, see?
2: It's a pretty easy match to watch.
0: So I, I,
1: I couldn't help but think the authors of pain at some point go back in time and become the longest reigning ECW tag team champions.
0: Just with masks on. Well, they just
1: don't take their masks off. Too sure. Because they wear them down to the ring. To bloody in shit. The future and the past. In their future, which is our past, they just don't bother taking the masks off. Because otherwise you'd realise that they were actually the Mike McClure of this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, no, it's um Yeah nice no, cool. I mean it's, it's it's fine, isn't it? It's just a nice little non offensive simple match, really.
2: It's yeah. it easy, like, obviously, episode one with a screen, like, and they get a crown a new champion. But obviously, we already have tag team champions. We already have, like, a world champion who, crazy enough, apart from a little, like, clip, is even on episode one.
1: No. But they build up to him nicely.
2: And but, I. We uh, do you find uh, out why he's called the Sandman?
1: <laughs> you kind just... of do in episode two.
2: We do episode one with a clip. Why is he called Did
1: the Sandman know? in episode one?
2: No, I don't Because he's, he's,
1: he's a surfer. Yeah, let's get... We're,
2: we're,
1: I've got so much about Wetsuit Sandman, so let's come back to him. But um, my three things that I couldn't look away from from the, the first match was uh, I could not get over how bouncy that ring was. For a start. I mean, they set up a trampoline by accident. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and we're just wrestling around there.
2: It was dirty um, as well. <laughs> Actually,
1: yeah. yeah, it was just... It, oh, my gosh. Um, I couldn't stop laughing at the fact that the commentators are arguing about the fact that they didn't know whether it was Super Destroyer 1 or 2 when one of them's wearing a red armband. I, and they're not dressed identically. Yeah. One of them's got a big red armband so they can tell who's who. And yet the, the commentators are, are lost on this this fact and think that they're completely identical and yeah. then the most awkward part of this match for me was when they won their manager came in to give them the belts and for some reason I only gave them one of the tag team belts and held on to the other one which means you've got one of the super destroyers and i'm going to say super destroyer one standing there holding the belt celebrating super destroyer super destroyer two if you will um Kind of posing and pointing to this belt and and kind of holding his hands up in honor of this belt, whilst actually doesn't have a tag team belt because his managers stolen the other one.
2: Yeah, it
0: was
1: just really awkward.
2: They got to turn on him at some point, I guess.
1: We shall see.
0: Oh, he knows. He's watched all episodes. This is the second time round. He's watching it. He just stops when it gets too extreme. He just likes Eastern Championship Wrestling. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I, that will do for me. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. cutting out at episode
0: thirty. See, I, I no, kind of like I want to see. The, the beginning bit I, with the commentators. I thought was quite funny. Super Destroyers come out. I thought, oh, this is this is kind of like classic, sort of but cheesy but decent. So I kind of tolerated it. But then it just kept going. Yeah. It just kept every match. They, they just, it just kept matches. going.
1: None of them were squash matches. Oh, apart from one in episode two. None of them were squash matches.
0: The end of episode one, there was like a squash match, weren't there? With the Italian guy.
1: Yeah, but that one went on forever,
0: still. Not the end. Oh, that was end of episode two, wasn't it? That was end of episode one. Where they go, it's not a match. And he runs out and just beat him in like about two seconds. But yeah, anyway.
2: Um, then you get but, like a long Sandman like clip.
1: Now, Griff, like, you are Houston Sandman from Invasion. Yeah. If you were to summarise Sandman in three words, how would you summarise the Sandman?
2: What, from Invasion on now? now that your, know. your
1: knowledge of the Sandman. Up until watching Eastern Championship Wrestling, your knowledge of. It.
2: Beer, drinking. Three words, um,
1: or three phrases, three, three kind of sounds yeah, it were be- beer drinking extreme,
2: yeah, beer drinking extreme, just um, not the colorful uh, character that he's, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So, I mean, not I'm stings used to being... out of shape, cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to him being the, the beer drinking, chain swing, uh, 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 cane swinging, yo, that guy, yeah. <laughs> Comes out drunk before he gets in the ring, shitty wrestler, take a pounding. Yeah, that's that's the Sandman for me. Zubaz then, in a teacher. Would
2: you be an alcoholic if all of a sudden you're a superstar? Then surfing and all that, and then you—I suppose you would hit the rocks. <laughs> what if the waves took your He used to be the star. It was his show.
1: He was—he's no. You will see. He still is the star. He's—he's he's got some amazing. Lines coming up.
2: Like in the, clip, in, in the clip, I swear you saw Jerry the King, Lawler. I yep. saw you yes, saw you Mike Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Just alone, like of other people. Like cracker, they showed. I'm guessing again. I don't know if these are like episodes coming up where they've <laughs> like the intro.
1: No, because but... they were USWA. If you look at Mike, was doing. Think it was like it was older. It was other feds, so it was USWA and a few others that he was doing the the matches from. Um, so I don't think any of those are are in his immediate future with us but from watching this and it was so the Lawler one kind of jumped out at me over and over again but here we have sandman in a wetsuit short style thing kind of like the mvp outfit Um, yeah
2: yeah i see that
1: he carries a surfboard to the ring in case and the big high spot they kept showing in this video clip his his huge move was a move.
2: <laughs> like, I kept on expecting him to hit someone with the surfboard.
1: Or just hit someone would have been good.
2: It's just just. And it's, oh, next week you have your champion. It's like, wait well, a second, this is episode one. Surely you go all in on episode one. Mind I mean, you, it was
1: it, I, it was Surfer Sting's mate, wasn't it? It's
2: yeah.
1: Kind of. He's walked straight off of the set of point break into a <laughs> wrestling ring.
2: Yeah, just um I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it.
1: No. No. I I I you know, I obviously knew a little bit about the history of E C W, about the, the back of the background stuff with Tom Gordon and Eddie Gilbert and various other things. I had no idea that Sandman started off Wrestling in a wetsuit, carrying a surfboard, and just stunned me. (laughs) Paul, were you ready for your introduction to the Sandman?
0: I knew that he had this gimmick. Did you? Yeah, I I knew that he did it. I didn't, I, I thought it was like, I knew it was in Eastern Championship Wrestling, I didn't realize he was their world champion. But I knew that um this No, that's
1: not surprised me.
0: I knew this was his original character. I was surprised it was the same name. I, I thought it was like a complete sort of change. I didn't realise this was the Sandman. But I knew that sort of hack was this guy. So um yeah. I'd seen like pictures before and I think some of his like shoot interviews with Raven that he'd spoken about it, but Yeah, nice. Um, Because I think it was a whole thing about... I can't remember what you said about it. I don't know. I'll try and find some quotes because I've got some... I've seen some interviews before about it. But, yeah, no, I'd seen it previously. But um, I didn't just realise how bad it, like, was. If that makes sense. Yeah,
1: it was was
0: shocking. And I, I know, obviously, like we said, everything's changed. I don't think... There's this kind of, like, sort of, like, gimmick. I think he's too much of, like, a sort of sloppy wrestler to... It didn't suit him.
2: No. No. It it
0: very much, like, I think that they saw a guy with, like, bleached blonde hair and they were, like, surfer. Or just naturally blonde hair, whatever. But, like, really blonde hair and they're like, man, you look like a surfer. And it just became that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: But, yeah, no, it was was interesting. But very long video, like Griff said. Very, 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 very long video. I kind of sat there... It just never
2: ending, wasn't it?
0: (laughs) I just kind of sat there and thought, I've seen clips, it looks exciting. What is his name? And it was like only the very end, sort of, it came up his name. I I actually thought they were going to get through the whole video and not actually tell you who it was. I wouldn't have put it past them.
2: Best kept secret.
0: Oh, Is that still a thing?
2: What's back then? Oh,
1: kept a secret from us now. <sighs> Too soon. Um Yeah, so so Sandman in a wetsuit coming soon to Eastern Championship Wrestling.
0: You can't even call it E C W, can you? No, I can't. It just isn't. <laughs> we are gonna to have to find a way to like blitz through these episodes.
1: I think we do need to watch them, though. I know, I know that the, the 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 natural reaction is to kind of skip ahead, but I'm just so intrigued to see how bad it gets before it gets better, and when the changing of the guard occurs. So this all happened in April '93, September '93. Paul Heyman takes the book. So when that change occurs. Is that an overnight thing? Is it hard reset? Do you start seeing inching there? Um, For me, that's the big bit of like, so, you know, once we've got someone who comes in with a different view, is that automatically understandable? And I mean, for me, i looking ahead at some of the the descriptions. The Suicide Blondes are coming up soon. Um, So you can start seeing the, the beginnings of some of the ECW originals starting to come in.
0: I'm just thinking, in 10 years' time, someone will be sitting there doing the same podcast about 205 Live. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> going, oh, it's pretty bad, but you got to weather these ones because it does get really good soon. Like, when does? F-
2: and rather than talking about Paul Haven, we're talking about Triple H.
0: Yeah, when does Ricochet come in and, and Leo Rush and all those? Lot and that I remember... really pity anyone that, that was watching all of these and gave up before it got really good. Yeah, what about that week where they were in England and suddenly there's loads of great stars on there?
2: And Paul Weller, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh Griff, you do something to me. Uh, <laughs> um, so we had we had the next match there which was um the wild man coming out with the cosmic commander.
0: Yep. What was the that The
1: Cosmic Commander. <laughs> I mean Jesus. I I I was interested
0: to see whether it was cosmic um the grand wizard I thought that I thought it might be the grand wizard but it wasn't it was it's just a rip off it's cosmic commander
1: the sun the sunglasses the turban the yeah
0: the cosmic
1: commander I just I uh, my word um But at least he got a reference, whereas we had loads of women coming out with wrestlers who who didn't even get a name.
0: Yeah. Which
1: was really weird. Um, And did you know that going into this match, Tommy Cairo is undefeated in Eastern Championship Wrestling? I heard. Is that because they told you 17 fucking times?
0: Yeah, but it's, it's the first fucking episode. Isn't everyone undefeated? (laughs) apart from Sandman who got a belt somewhere and tag team champions uh, who've been tag team champions for like 200 days but this is episode one yeah Uh, just uh, stunning I want to see the gangsters just turn up and beat the crap out of the super destroyers has that happened
2: no, no, probably no, not.
0: They're off in Smoky Mountain Wrestling at the moment, I think. So
1: the gangsters are New Jack and Mustafa,
0: who... Um, and I think gimmick D-Lo at this, at this time, because they're in Smokey yeah, Mountain,
1: were not they? Yeah, in Mountain, it would be D-Lo, D-Lo Brown as well. And basically, wow, I
2: didn't think D-Lo Brown they, was old enough. For
1: <laughs> they just beat the, the crap out of everyone. So uh, what would happen is they, their music would hit. Um, They would drag a uh, trash can full of weapons out to the ring and they would just beat the shit out of whoever was there whilst their music played
2: I'm all over that when do those things happen?
1: at some point
2: (laughs) one of the super destroyers or whoever
1: gets laid on the table (laughs) New Jack disappears for half an hour turns up at the top of something really really high that's taken him forever to climb and then jumps off and puts him through a table
0: like really high like my expectations for this show <laughs> 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 higher than red man of the Source awards <laughs> he disappeared with your interest for half an hour and turned up he, he took my interest for this show disappeared for half an hour came back and jumped off saying it was over Jumped through a table joining with me into the mind of a maniac yeah. um Unless oh, it was one of the later ECW tapes, where it's just like do 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 over and over it. again. That ruined that match with Ryan? We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Maybe. <laughs> God, we got to get there. Come on! All right, let's go and get through this episode. We're not through episode two yet. So uh, Tommy
1: Cairo beats the Wild Man. Remains undefeated. This is the
2: episode where all the get all, this is all the technical difficulties. Like I don't get why. Yeah. I don't know why this episode... It was, it screened, was I thought tripping. it was a strobe lighting. Is it strobe yeah. lighting and they can't capture it because of the quality of the camera? Like, why this match? It was it's
1: stunning, just, wasn't it? it? was just, just so, so bad. Bad.
2: It's like, where's the epileptic warning?
1: And then we're introduced to Johnny Hotbody.
2: Oh, yeah, oh his body was hot, come on.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake. His, his hair. I mean, he had the biggest comb-over. Oh, it was incredible, Johnny Hotbody who we will soon see soon see in the suicide Blondes with Chris Candido with a debuting Chris Candido
0: need it <laughs> soon we'll I get f- there, I believe you
1: um every single hill wrestler seemed to have gone to the same place to buy their trunks. <laughs> Because Johnny Hotbodies um, and the guy we're introduced to next, Rockin' the number one contender for the the, the heavyweight championship, they just had the same trunks on, in just slightly different colours.
0: If, if I'm honest, the way I feel about this show is I reckon there was just like a box out the back, and just when you got and- yeah, when, when you when you <laughs> when you got called into like sort of position to go out for your match, you just sort of grab sank quickly. You know, like you do the photo booths at like weddings and parties, where you got like thirty seconds to put sank on. Where are those? Yeah, basically, that's what I feel like this was like. They're like, oh, you've got a match in 30 seconds, you just kind of like, oh, God, quick, give me a blonde wig and these shitty pants, and i it just go out there. Your
1: gimmick is that you're a cowboy spaceman pirate. Go! Hey,
0: hey you, what's my gimmick? God, you're undefeated. You've, you've never lost on this show. It's the first episode. It doesn't matter. We'll explain it <laughs> when you're out there. Get out there. Get out there, champ. What are you?
2: A surfer. Yeah, get oh, that cigarette out of your
0: mouth and you're grab a surfboard and ch- get out there.
2: The the greatest... down,
0: the surfboard instead. I don't have you're an the
2: outfit champion ever had.
0: <laughs> I haven't got a wetsuit There's a 12 year old kid over there wearing it Squeeze into that and get out of there Alright I'm in <laughs> You, Manager man what are you going to do
1: Here's a turban and sunglasses Oh I'm the wizard No you're the commander The 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 cosmic commander go away <laughs> What's my gimmick boss you tell me Hot body <laughs> This fucking
2: luck, is easy. Oh, this is you how. Could be a hip, you could be a hip man, go out there and just fire some shots into the crowd. <laughs> Nowadays, could you?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so. The Hitman.
0: <laughs> why, why was. I'm sure. They must have owned the rights to this.
2: What, for Brett, Hitman Hart?
0: Yeah, but then again, I suppose they probably weren't that. Um...
2: Was he just Brett Hart? The Hart Foundation at the time. The Hitman didn't really. Was he Hitman from the start?
0: He, he would so, have been, No, he would have been Hitman because this would have been
2: what? 1993.
1: Start? So it's WrestleMania nine. Yes, he was main event. Oh, okay, then. yeah. Oh,
2: Which yeah.
1: may or may not have been Jim Ross's first
2: commentary. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure.
0: No, no one knows. That's mysterious.
2: Oh mate, if we got some really loyal fans, they're going to be loving this.
0: <laughs> I think we are the free loyal fans, aren't we?
2: <laughs> At least we find it funny. <laughs> <Nah>. <sighs> <sighs> uh, All
0: right, let, let's so, wrap up. So, the hitman
1: in one show is fighting Yokozuna <laughs> compared to the hitman in the other show that's fighting uh, Hot Body, Rock and Rebel.
2: Oh, Rock and Rebel! I, see. I
0: was going to so, say they might have just been clever. So, if you like, you Google him, you find the other hitman by mistake, but then remember it's not been a thing. It, it was no Google. I'm going to Google him by mistake
2: You asked what? Jeeves I struggled You couldn't even ask
0: Jeeves, there was no
1: internet no, wasn't was there? Even, you, you couldn't even go into the AI <laughs> chat room and ask
2: Oh what? Ba-da, ba-da, ASL, ba-da. ASL Come on ASL
0: you know um, AOL of a 45 3 day trial or whatever Free surf.
2: yeah
1: <sighs> oh. Searching for those discs So you can get your hands on an internet browser Um, So, uh, yes, this was Terry or Tony, the hitman, Stenson, depending on whether you read the key with his name on or listened to the announcer. I did both. Because his name is Tony, but the announcer called him Terry.
0: I was a sponge.
1: Um, And here you have a singles match where you've got the number one contender for the heavyweight championship versus half of the number one contenders for the tag team championship. Yeah. So you can probably look and kind of guess which one's going to win. Yeah. And then what they do is they start building up the fact that as soon as this match is over, they're going to go and, and interview Rockin' Rebel, which kind of, again, tells you exactly who's going to win. Because And then they kind of realize this halfway through and then do this bit where you're like, Oh, uh, although if he loses, he's going to be in a bad mood for an interview, isn't he? So we better hope he wins, except he's the bad... Boo, no, we don't hope he... Wait, what? <laughs> but yeah, it was it was
2: incredible. Um, Did he go on to do anything else?
1: What, Tony <laughs> Stenson?
0: Did he?
2: Yeah. Well,
1: so... Tony Stenson and Hotbody, so Hotbody goes on after this to join Kendy Don't Become the Suicide Blondes. Uh, down the line, in a couple of years, Tony Stenson and Hotbody become uh, two of the founding members of an enigmatic new wrestler called Raven's Flock of Followers.
2: Oh,
1: and Tony Stenson
0: becomes Broad Street Billy. We'll it. get there. I see the hot body in action, or the hitman. <laughs> That's not the first time you've said that to your Google search, is it? Siri, <laughs> show me hot body. Alexa, where's hot? Bo- where's hot? Bo- <laughs> Bing. Hot body for me to No, <laughs> oh god. Um,
1: so then we're into the, the, the tournament match. Superfly snooker, superfly. Darn like to the rest of them because <sighs> he was just uh, what this entire show reminded me of. Is we've been to enough, um really bizarre not really indie shows but wrestling shows like the camp shows or the uh, american wrestlers on tour kind of shows where you've got a bunch of really crappy gimmicks and really crappy local wrestlers and then you have someone who's done something in the wrestling the name that was on the poster that made you go there
2: yeah
1: and they step out and they just look bigger and better and faster and stronger and slicker than everyone else. And for me, that was the, the, this kind of thing. It was kind of your your random little back town Fairfield Hall in Croydon indie show kind of thing with um, you know all your favourite wrestling superstars like Doink, because everyone can have a Doink, and Kamala, because everyone can have a Kamala, and then one wrestler who you know and and from WWE Gangrel or something and and just he just was so much bigger than everyone else in this competition yeah massive and, and and just you know everything looked crisp he looked like an absolute star his 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 outfit looked as if he'd just not grabbed it from the box on the way to the ring you know he'd, he'd actually
0: brought Turned up own, with
1: it Yeah washed it and everything And just, yeah, just looked like a huge star. Um, My money was on him to win the tournament.
2: My only issue is, like, why did he need help? Like, obviously, he's better than everyone else. And they kind of weakened him by having uh, him have help, like, during it.
1: Right, but who was his help from?
0: Hot
2: buddy. Yeah, hot buddy. Nope. Hot stuff. Oh, sorry. Hot stuff, sorry. Hot stuff. Why is everyone just
0: so fucking sexy in this show? I
2: just think, why did you need? And obviously... What's...
0: You've got a super fly.
1: I know we don't have T-shirts for, toe for um, for,
0: um Sports Arena
1: podcast, but surely one of the first ones has got to be, why is everyone so fucking sexy in this show?
0: <laughs> I'm writing it down. Uh, <laughs> um...
1: Yeah, Hot Stuff International. And because he needs a, a faction, obviously. And the first person to go in this faction would obviously be the star that's just come in. Because automatically he's secondary to Eddie Gilbert. Adam as amazing as this guy is. I'm the leader. Yeah and the only way that makes sense to anyone at all the only way no one sits there and goes what really that's just bullshit is if you're the guy writing it
0: yeah man's
2: got yeah, a point yeah true yeah true
1: and again it's eddie gilbert's put himself in and ama- you know there was no need for eddie gilbert to walk out and introduce no one in 1993 needed to be introduced to superfly jimmy snooker
2: no 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 no
1: and They've done that because, yeah, they just needed to... Eddie Gilbert wanted to be on TV again.
0: Yeah.
2: And be affiliated with, obviously, the main person on the posters that you've all crammed in to see. Yeah. I don't reckon they had posters. Uh, I must add, after this, like, Terry Funk does do a massive boo-boo, which I'm surprised they didn't edit out. We're just like, oh, next week we've got the semi-finals. <laughs>
1: the semi-finals and the finals.
2: Well, no, we've still got to finish the quarter-finals, Terry. Like. So,
1: Todd Gordon <laughs> comes out and says, the, the quarter-finals and the semi-finals. Okay, yes, there's quarter-finals and the semi-finals. Um, spoilers, we get the quarter-finals.
2: Yeah, we get the quarter-finals, don't get, don't get the semi-finals. So just, yeah. Yeah. And, That's because they don't know what the bloody was putting together. It's probably all done in one night.
1: Yeah, and Terry Funk's sitting there kind of going... Uh, you know, thanks for coming. You know, our first ever episode and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think we've got room for improvement. I think the crowd's got room for improvement. But stay with us, we'll get better. Yeah. Cheers, cheers, cheers,
0: Terry. I mean. To be fair, I needed it. <laughs> what him saying, yeah. everyone's shit. I felt like he was talking to me directly.
2: <laughs> and you were asleep during it. Yeah. Disgusting. Well, so, it I mean,
0: episode two, I fell asleep potentially or maybe it's so exciting it's merging to one episode i don't know
1: i obviously was watching this while while you two were messaging saying about how awful you found the episode so it was really for me quite funny when you two sit there going what have we done what have we done and and you know terry funk like our guardian angels they're going look i know it's a bit shit trust us we'll get better stay with us
0: he didn't realise though, did he? To this extent. Potentially, I don't know. We might make it there. So you're right for going on to episode two? Yeah, we can do a quick run through. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: So uh First match was Johnny Hotbody versus Glenn Osborne.
0: Yep.
1: Hotbody Johnny Hot Body, weighing 300 pounds, counting his ego.
0: I like that. that I love that that line. Great
1: line. That was amazing.
0: That was the only notes that I made, probably because I fell asleep afterwards. But it's yeah, I like that. I thought it was quite funny. That character Uh, needs to come back. Glenn Osborne.
1: I mean, he was the love child of Glenn Danzig. Ozzy Osborne and The Ultimate Warrior.
0: This was Hat Guy's big moment. Yeah. After this, after this crazy match, and I was shocked as well. I was shocked by the outcome.
1: You you expected Hot Body to go over?
0: Yeah. He's called Hot Body, isn't he? You know, just so
1: felt... I, I, I was struggling with this because I thought that they were setting up Cairo and Hot Body to meet in the tournament. Yeah, And I'm I'm staring at those brackets and I'm sitting there going, right. So they, they've they angled the tournament and, you know, that's going to be where it comes to a head and someone's going to. But if this goes down this route, then Cairo meets Superfly. And I know Superfly wins because the video package at the beginning of the show has already told me that Superfly wins. Yeah, yeah. So they're not going to meet. So it made sense that Cairo popped out and cost him his competition because they weren't ever going to meet anyway. Yeah. But I only know that because they've spoiled it for me and told me who wins before he even gets there. Um, so Osborne wins and cuts an amazing Ultimate Warrior promo. Shouty and screamy and snorty. Uh, yeah. and I was really disappointed because I, I believed Terry Funk when he told me that we were getting the, the quarters and the semis so I'm thinking Osborne's got a second match is he going to paint his face again
0: he was ready well, well, if he's, he's ready this guy could have gone all night oh right <laughs> all night man's a machine what happened to him so, I don't worry what Glenn Osborne yeah I did Google him
1: and the answer was nothing interesting
0: I just said that yeah <laughs> it's Wikipedia no, but yeah I Googled
1: him and it just said what are you doing with your life
0: lost in the ECW TV tournament because we know who won before they even announced the tournament then did nothing interesting
1: I said Alexa what happened to glenn osborne
0: and alexa said
1: come on james you're better than this <laughs> and that was the end of the conversation
0: why glenn osborne <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so apparently that line was in uh, infinity wars
0: was uh improvised yeah i know i i read that I thought it was quite funny it's
1: great great teaster killing it um Stetson and Winters then came, so after seeing the hitman Stetson last week, we now get Stetson and Winters, who were the number one contenders, and they were against Chris Michaels and the Samoan Warrior. <laughs> they went out all out on that name, didn't they?
2: Really did. They went on to be absolute stars, though, didn't they?
1: Um, so I was trying to work out whether the Samoan warrior was someone because he really seemed quite smooth in his selling. So I, I was trying to work out. So it looked like it had been one of um, the Samoan family. Yeah, I think he was. Um, I think he was one of Afa's boys or something.
2: Well, not to one train. of the Hedgeprinkers, was he?
1: Yeah, so we're trained by the Wild Samoans. Um, so I think he was one of his five, but I couldn't really tell because it then kind of went on to JT Smooth and I don't know if that's the same guy. Right. And Chris Michaels, who who did the skin of the cat spot. I mean, if that's not just a piss take of Sean Michaels... Yeah.
2: He did look like yeah.
1: So the finish came when the Samoan warrior was in, got beaten up and thrown out of the ring by Winters, who then went over to the corner, dragged him, punched him up a little bit, held him whilst Stetson jumped off the top rope with a leg drop and came down on him. And then they and then they pinned Michaels even though he wasn't the legal man. So shenanigans. Oh
2: mate. They never should have gone on to be further number one contenders. No. Oh no. man, really no oh. And I
1: feel that the people watching this should have said something about it. Yes. The the announcers should not have sat on their hands. They should have called out the injustice.
2: This ain't awesome. Ch- ch-
1: ch- like they did in a later match. So then we're into the main event.
2: Yeah.
0: Which is the
1: Sandman. So, Paul, were you still awake at this point? Um,
0: I'm aware of the Sandman. And his match? Mr. Sandman. With the Kodiak I kind of like, yeah, I was awake for this. I see him come. I think this is what um, finished me. <laughs> that's why I think
2: this is where I kind of I think I didn't fall asleep but I kind of zoned out at this <laughs> like was... you know like look at your phone a little bit like oh just yeah I mean what was
1: good to see is even though Sandman's gimmick is completely different it did still take him a huge amount of time to get to the ring and actually start the match so that's yeah. that's consistent with, with the Sandman we know and love now what is the tournament for?
0: TV title.
2: TV title.
1: So, why is Terry Funk saying that the winner of the tournament needs to meet and beat the Sandman?
2: It doesn't, because it's a different title. Yeah. Oh, Terry Funk doesn't even it's know. Froomey's the man, isn't it?
1: But it's a secondary title. You're not the man. The Heavyweight Champion's the man.
2: It's be the undisputed TV world title.
0: Boom.
1: Um, so, Sandman finished a really sloppy match with um, uh, the Million Dollar Dream, um, and they made as obvious a line as they could about, you know, the Sandman and putting him to sleep.
0: I think this is where I fell asleep. Coincidentally, <laughs> I Were think you the Kodiak bear. I think the Sandman brought me a dream, and. That was it. I do think I can't remember anything past this.
1: So do you not remember, did you not see hot stuff versus JT?
0: No. What from um Prime Time? Uh close. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. JTG? So, um It was uh no
1: it's his uncle just. Uh um, the G comes through marriage so uh, Gilbert won this one with taking knuckle dusters out and cracking JT cracking skulls which the commentators were incensed by so the third one who isn't Steve Wonderful or Terry Funk um, actually went to tell the referee so you've got a snitch as an announcer.
0: Yeah, I don't oh. know if I agree with that. No. If I was still awake, I would have been quite disappointed by this. This is quite the revelation.
1: Stay in your lane, announcer dude. Exactly.
0: Snitches get stitches. Yeah, if you make these matches go on, then you've got no job. Announcer dude. So,
1: the one you were talking about with... Um, Uh, hot stuff and and, um, Terry Funk
2: getting into it yeah sorry I missed that bit okay
0: ladies and gentlemen this is Griff with his insight this is why he's here
2: (laughs) I said I'm sorry he brings the insight to the thing did you see it yeah did I see it bits of it I it in the crowd like I thought it wasn't too bad but now knowing what about the guy now he does all the booking is that right yeah just, it just makes himself out to be like really good which I guess like I didn't watch all of it but I saw him going to the crowd that was really good and it was just obvious that he wasn't gonna lose um, I did see Terry Funk, the little segment, which obviously built on the intro bit where Funk put um, the drink, whatever that drink was, down his f- front. Yeah. So obviously so, they're building a feud yeah. between them. The, the biggest
1: thing on TV is not your tournament you're running, not your heavyweight champion. It's building the head of Hot Stuff International versus your announcer.
2: Yeah. Because technically, was, this should be Sandman. This main event should be Sandman. It well,
1: yeah, and they said that's the main event, even though it's in the middle of the show. Um, and that's the thing. It was it was just an absolute. It's again another, you know, the, the Booker putting his mates in in the top program. Yeah. So yeah. Stunning. And
2: then they haven't seen episode three and four, I'm guessing he does face Snooker in the final. Unless Terry Funk kind of ruins that. But yeah.
1: I I can't see him facing Snooker in the final, so I'm assuming he gets done by Funk and loses.
2: Yeah.
1: We've got to find
0: out next week, haven't we? Yes, we do.
1: And, Paul, the reason why you're going to be disappointed that you fell asleep the last match, the final match on episode two, was the undefeated Tommy Cairo the
2: hitman versus
0: super ninja
2: oh super ninja super ninja
0: so we've got so everyone's either sexy or super so we've got super destroyers super ninja versus sexy body and hot stuff and yeah but you know
1: how the super destroyers wear all black and a mask it's black
2: yeah
1: super ninja (laughs)
2: it's all black (laughs) wear a mask that's black yeah
0: Googling him. And getting him up here as we speak.
1: Well, I can't believe a gimmick that is going to
0: be on. You know, he's probably gonna turn up in episode four or five. Isn't wasn't was it Nash or someone in WCW was the super giant ninja? That's the thing.
1: The machine. So they had the, the machines in WWF and, and Andre was one of the machines, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, and I thought in um, WCW I thought they had Nash as the super giant ninja. Are you thing. thinking
1: about Are you thinking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two: The Return of the <laughs> Yeah.
0: No, I'm... A
2: Shredder, a Shredder,
0: Super Shredder. No, first
2: was which was Kevin first. Nash?
0: Yeah.
2: So, so was this the Iron Man? What's his first loss because he lost by camera? no,
1: no, because uh, Hot Hotbody ran and interfered.
2: Yeah, dragged him outside the ring.
1: Yeah, but he hit him first. He got disqualified. Super Ninja
2: um...
1: lost by disqualification. I want this so guy's in
0: the ring. character to always be... Undefeated? Yeah, even if he loses.
2: Like Tatanka yeah. was, and then Ivan Borger, or his name is beat him, I was heartbroken.
0: Oh, Ludwig Borger. Great shot. Ludwig shout.
2: Borger, that's his name. Yeah. But I, I, I,
0: it, I want it to even be like... Even if when he loses, the next week there, be like, here he is, the undefeated Iron Man... I think he's lost the last three weeks, but they still sort of... Wasn't
1: there Wasn't there someone who did that gimmick of, you know, well, that didn't count because...
0: Was it Kurt Angle? It might have been, I yeah. mean, he
1: he did, he did the whole thing, it didn't count because it was an illegal joke hold.
0: Oh, I've just clipped on a picture of a super ninja and it's... Oh, no, that's the Dark Patriot. Oh, wow. One episode, we've got the Dark Patriot versus Terry Funk coming up. See? You're in, aren't wait, you? We, You're in.
2: Wait, coming up, we've got Road Warrior Hawk challenges Jimmy Schnicker for the ECW TV title. Spoilers! Oh oh.
1: I mean, we know who wins the tournament now. We know oh, who what, wins oh. the what's the what's the point of me watching the things?
0: And Exactly and... no
1: <laughs> So I so that brings us to the end of episode two, and I am all in. I think this is messy as fuck and i love every minute
0: of it i don't love every minute but i i love (laughs) maybe one in five so i can tolerate
1: (laughs) the other four in five you're asleep through so it works out quite nice i
2: I, I, I think jay's enthusiasm is what i love um and that will carry me (laughs) till we get to the land of um, extreme the land of extreme i'm just i mean come on
1: Disclaimer, that's my enthusiasm after two. We've got another 28 to get through before we get to the extreme stuff. So, yeah, we might run a bit round on this. Yeah. It's just if, shockingly not what I was expecting, but it's amazing.
0: If we could potentially, you know, watch at least two episodes a week, I think we'll be all right. Yes. We'll be all right. Um Maybe like eight
2: episodes a week until we get
0: Okay. Yeah. If we all, yeah.
1: We watch 27 between now and, like, Sunday.
0: So, yeah, that could work. Griff can watch three and four. I'll watch five and six. You watch seven and eight, and we'll just do a recap. I
1: thought I was going to watch seven to 27
0: there. I mean, if <laughs> I'll you... do three and four. You do five and six. You do seven to the rest. Yeah, you do seven to the public enemy turn up. Um, <laughs> then we know. But, it's... It's um, yeah, thank you very much for listening as... A great philosopher once said, it's going to get better. All right, so stick with us. (laughs) It's going to get better. We will grow. We will get to the land of extreme. It's going to be a journey. But, God, when we get to the promised land, I'm sure it'll be worth sticking around. Thank you very much for listening. This is ECW, our journey through ECW, TV, pay-per-views, everything. Uh, Make sure you like and subscribe and even comment. Why not? Um, Thank you very much. Catch you next time.
1: Re-CW, 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 re-CW.